On tonight's Hibbley Nerd Talk, Gardening Club, The Package, Complicated Orders, Pipeline, Oath of Office, Bourbon, and Awkward Funeral. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. And Petra, you have injured one of your ribbers, right? Yes, I have. And how, did you, and how did you injure your rib? Well, this time I was gardening with girlfriends. So, and pulling brush and Girlfriend fun gardening. stuff like that. So at least it was fun getting hurt. Does that make sense? It sounds like it's pretty hard work getting hurt. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a lot of out in the sun all day long. We just baked. It, it, there was no shade to be had anywhere. We just cooked. Well, you helped your girlfriend out though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Was that the it deal? Was, like a little get together date to help her do some stuff, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was a lot of fun. And uh, she's got some stuff going on in her life right now. Hard work, but fun. Yeah. Hard work, but fun. Um, I spent. Pretty much yesterday and today recovering. That's pretty bad when it's like two days to recover, isn't it? Imagine if you did that all day as a job. Oh, my God. I couldn't do it. What if you did physical work like that every day for eight hours a day? Can you I imagine? I can't even imagine. I can't. I can't either. Any of these people, these coal miners, general construction laborers, construction people in general. I understand why they're completely broken by our age. Mechanics, uh, yeah, all those people. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, I yeah. can understand why they're absolutely broken by now. Me too. And I definitely, uh, you know, don't mind them moving a little slow here and there. You yeah. Know, when I was yeah. younger, I'm like, why are these people taking so damn long? Well, I understand now. <laughs> 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 but but yeah, it would be uh you know, you gotta do what you like to do as a career. If, yeah. if you just have a unbelievable you were meant to do whatever and it happens to be manual labor, you know, you were meant to be a mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you gotta do what you want to do, but you gotta understand the more physical it is, it's just gonna yeah. be hard as hell to do by the time you're fifty. I can't. I mean, I, the the lab work I used to do and the field work. I don't. I don't think I could physically go back to it. I don't think my body would hold up under that now. No, there's I, no way. No, or anybody could. So, no. so it's nice to do it once in a while. Yeah, for friends when we want to. Yeah. and have that luxury. But yeah. um, most of my gardening is in containers and a little less. Uh, I mean, it's physical, but way less strenuous than that. Let's put right. it that way. <laughs> well, and um, you also are looking at joining the old local garden club, right? Yeah. That ought to be interesting. That ought to be interesting. You ought to have some fun stories out of that, whether yeah. it's no matter what it is, right? It should be. It should be awesome. It looks like a lot of little old ladies getting together and i think that could be a whole lot of fun i think i could learn a whole lot from them <laughs> well you will if it's not so political I guess, yes i guess yeah yeah i guess that's just the the, the broad term yeah if they just yeah. don't get so political that they're just sitting around talking politics all day and crap like that you know yeah. some of these older hate to classify i mean we're 51 but I don't know. I feel like the older people get, the less polite they are, or just not even polite's the right word. Just considerate. 
Yeah. Like, like not even thinking that, 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 you know, it's just possible that the person next to you fucking hates Donald Trump. You ever thought about that? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Or vice well, versa. Totally or vice versa. It could be either yeah. way. I'm just throwing that out. But, yeah, it'll be interesting if they can actually just talk gardening, plant some damn flowers, or is this going to be a crazy <laughs> yeah i mean and i have never for very long been a part of girl groups like that so this will be interesting it will It'll be. be interesting for me well but you have some in common you got a little have we have a little another little pot of honey badgers for you to hang out with maybe and you can go dig with yes yeah a little digging little digging club digging tribe the digging tribe. A pod. You called them a pod. A pod of honey badgers. Of, of badgers. And then, like, imme- immediately my mind went to, like, swimming badgers, like, <laughs> jumping out of the water like dolphins. A little pod of badgers. You and your little group out there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice to beautify the area, plant some stuff. I think that's a wonderful little idea. Well, good. I'm glad. Hope it works out. Uh, I know it's not uh, curing cancer or anything like that. It's definitely my passion, though. You know what? Every day doesn't have to be a, I tried to cure cancer today. <laughs> it just has to be, I had a good time, did my thing, I was nice to people, I was, you know, mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just living a nice life. I agree. I agree. You got a package from your brother, right? Yes, I did. I got a scallywag package from my scallywag brother. The old scallywag package. And huh? It was so funny because the return address on it had our first cousin's name on it. And not just our first cousin, but our hyper-religious first cousin's oh. name on it. Okay. All right. Gotcha. So you got to lay this down. And then I opened it up and inside in, in my brother's handwriting, which he's left-handed and it has always looked like a second grader writes something. <laughs> it says, for Gertrude, I miss you with all my heart. Soon us being first cousins will not matter. Exclamation point. Heart. <laughs> and there's a card in there. That's funny. That's cute. It is cute. That is just... Nothing like cousin love. Nothing like a good cousin love joke. Especially being in, being from Kentucky. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> cousin love there. And it says, happy belated Hanukkah and an early Kwanzaa in the card. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was eating some of what he sent us. I think he may have been eating he was... some of what he sent us when he did that. <laughs> when he made this... Little joke of a well. The present. package at first, he sent it to the wrong address, so it came back to him. Oh, good lord! So this has been it, bouncing around. He sent a bunch of edibles from Colorado that's been bouncing around the postal yes. service, and then yes. finally got here. Yes, exactly. Well, <laughs> well, that shows you right there that if <laughs> if some dog somewhere in the country didn't find that, that they're not exactly giving a shit about. They, it's legal so many places now. I don't think they can anymore. You I know guess what I'm not. saying? It's, it's sure. so. Right. Your brother lives in Colorado. Yeah. So yeah. he sends us some, uh, you know, he, he may or may not have sent us some edibles. Yeah. Let's keep it uh, just in case. may or may not. <laughs> we cannot uh, confirm nor deny that we got a package that had edibles that are not legal in our state (laughs) how are they going to control this bullshit it is so stupid that at some point when there's just a tsunami wave of something 
that's popular across our nation that there's still these dumb holdout states that just can't wrap their head around it, right? I, I guess. I mean, it's just... I guess it's, it's what makes the world go around. Point. It's sad it, at this point. It is. It is sad that I'm trying so hard lately to have a better attitude and just laugh about it. Things like that. Uh-huh. The best we can. I mean... You know, I mean, it's not like it's the end of the world, but it's just, I'm just trying not to let it aggravate me, even though that's damn nigh impossible. <laughs> <laughs> like, for instance, there, like you said, it is it is legal so many places now. Frankly, anybody can find somebody in those states probably oh, yeah. to mail you some shit. Yeah. Or you could drive there and be like a vacation where you, you remember when fireworks were illegal, different places, and it was a big yeah, deal. Yeah, you used to go to South Carolina to get your fireworks. Yeah, you went on vacation, you came back with a truckload of fireworks because they were illegal here. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like that with this now. It is. When it you totally go, is. you just go to another state, you load up on them, and, you know, you bitch about your state where you can't get them in your backyard, uh-huh. but you get them. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm 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 on this kick a little bit too for our stupid town here in the heart of eastern Kentucky of uh of tattoos of yeah, all things yeah. I, you're going to say what in the world is this tie into tattoos well our little town is about to have a debate on whether there or whether tattoos will be allowed to be legal by zoning ordinance in our town yeah yeah and it's going to be a fight I've, it is. I've talked to people today. It is going to be a split decision on our city council. And you know, this is where, again, I try to play it off as being funny and not let it get under my skin. But I can't fucking help it because it's holding us back economically. Like we literally, we literally, like personally, it's holding us back, like on a personal level because we have a person who's an award-winning tattoo artist who wants to open a studio in one of our vacant spaces. And this will determine whether he does or not. So we personally have something to lose. And then on top of that, our little community who's supposedly trying to develop this little arts district and uh, Mm -hmm. have something a little artsy and a little unique. Mm -hmm. Like this would be perfect. Absolutely perfect for that for a concept like that. It would be, and it these old be. fucks just will not die and go away. They're worried about tattoos, and they're. I mean, oh, it's in, it. As I say, it doesn't bother me. Yes, it bothers me. Yeah, it, it bothers me when it comes right down to the main whatever. It just does. Well, it's mm. also you know this this shop is also so associated with a, an apothecary. You call it a Wicca shop. But, um, whatever the most politically correct thing is, the yes. point is they sell things that, it, that from my reading are associated with the religion of Wicca. Yeah. And I don't mean that in any way negative. I'm just stating the fact. Yeah. I don't care. In fact, I like it at this point. Well, it's my personal religion, and and this is you know half the city up in arms about it, and fuck them. It, it they're just really so damn me off. they're just so damn backwards. Yeah, they they just are. I mean, they equate Wicca with witches with all the stereotype negativity of that 
word that has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. Oh, absolutely. It's probably it was mentioned in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. So for that long, suffer not a witch to live. See, yeah, like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, I, I bet throughout the ages, I don't know for sure. I may be talking out of my ass, but I, I mean, if you count all the people that died during the Inquisition. Mm-hmm. And all the bullshit that the churches have done through mm-hmm. years. Now, you can say, well, there's a lot of good, too. I get it. But, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, you know, your your closet's not exactly free of skeletons, organized Christian religion. No. Get the hell out of here. Kidding. If somebody wants to light some incense and candles and and do a charm or whatever the hell they want to do. God forbid that 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 you condemn that to to the point of that you won't let them open a shop, a business, a business that does that. Mm-hmm. If you don't want, to, if you don't personally believe in it, whatever. But but when you start denying people, is that not the exact definition of like like church and state separation and and discrimination it based is. on religion. It is. It's 100% that. It's 100% that. It's 100% it discrimination based it on is religion. The one religion it is still okay to discriminate against in this country. You got to talk in there. It's one yeah. religion that is still okay to discriminate against in this country. Right? It's ridiculous. It is. I don't know if it's the one, but it's but it's ridiculous that it is, you know. Generally, well, I mean, there's always the like you could bring a minority of the hour right now. Um, there's a lot of Asian hate right now, and there's you know, a lot of Asian violence going on right now, still because of the COVID. Is that what I think I've asked you that before? I've never really understood that. Asian people are awesome. I know they're in general. I'm painting with broad strokes here. I'm not meaning to be kind of racist, but they're generally pretty quiet. Polite. polite they're studious hell most people around here ought to like them because they're white <laughs> you know i mean they, they, I, I just can't believe somebody would would be discriminatory against against them of all things they're the hardest working they're, they're awesome well those are stereotypes but Oh, I'm sure. Stereotypes for a reason. The way hillbillies are stereotypes for a reason. Oh, I'm sure there's some derelict asshole Asians out there, but I'm just saying, in general, come on, any everybody listen to this podcast. It seems to be cultural, yeah. You try to come, you try to come up really nice. Yeah, you try to come up with an example of a of an asshole Asian, and I bet there'll be you'll be tough to find one. Yeah, yeah. I saw a meme the other day, and. uh you know, it's just one of those. Yeah, you know, I never really thought about that. He said, uh, "You know what? I've never been depressed at a Mexican restaurant. Tell you that. <laughs> you know what? That's right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, have you ever left? Have you ever been at a Mexican restaurant? And you wasn't in a good mood? Absolutely. Well, I, all right. Sunday, I went and ate uh, Mexican with a buddy of mine and her son, and it was funny because the the lady serving us." was new and didn't speak much english uh, and I mean, of course we got like wacky stuff it wasn't sure. what we ordered but it was all good anyhow and we ate it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well maybe consuelo pick up the language a little better yeah yeah bless her heart bless her heart bless her heart to, we're in kentucky that's what we say bless her heart you need to teach her that little uh phrase yeah 
Oh, I had something right here. It's going to go right into that. Oh, I know what it was. You were talking about your crazy order. You didn't. You didn't order too crazy, did you? Or did she just come out with crazy shit? Oh no, she didn't. We didn't order too crazy. It was just um, we just had to keep reminding her, you know, what we got. No, no, I get it. You know, well, that does go into enough of this, though. Well, what about these people that do order the craziest shit? That's annoying. Speaking of pet peeves, (laughs) maybe this will be the pet peeve old man bitch show. We haven't had a show for a while. It's just old people bitch about stuff tonight. <laughs> Hank and Petra sit in rockers and bitch about stuff on the porch. And bitch about stuff. That's the new name of the show. We're bitching about stuff. <laughs> well, I think it is. I hate it. I'll just be uh-huh. honest. It is a pet peeve. It has been a pet peeve forever. You know me. One, I'm a guy. Uh-huh. Two, I'm extremely simplistic and organized and i know i mean i live by that acronym kiss keep it simple stupid yes Mm -hmm. i've lived by that and once i heard that acronym i'm like somebody has put my life into a word (laughs) or an acronym (laughs) so when you when you had a drive-through and you can you know you've got your window already rolled down and you can hear the person in front of you and you're at a Wendy's or a McDonald's uh-huh. or some sort of drive-thru. Uh-huh. And their order just keeps going on and on. And you know what I'm saying? Yes. Don't you want to just go to the car in front of you and just shake the shit out of them? Like, it's a drive-thru, fuckhead. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be a speedy thing. You're not supposed to order 15 different Yes. Things off the menu. And yes. I want yes. this. That drives me nuts. And, oh, and that's on this order. Oh, now, now order number two, I want this on. Like, oh, God. <laughs> so now you're going to go up there and pay two different times. Like, like everything you're doing is just fucking up the system. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, that drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. So what uh, the story I'm talking about is <laughs> a Starbucks barista got fired for tweeting this customer's order. And he didn't tweet it in a crazy, well, I'll just tell you what he tweeted. You, All right. you can tell me, if you if you owned a Starbucks, would you delete him for tweeting this? Quote, he he picked, he, he took a picture of somebody's order. Uh-huh. Not their name. Okay. Just a picture of what they ordered. Quote, on today's special, on t- quote, on today's episode of why I want to quit my job. Boom. <laughs> a picture <laughs> of this order. Okay. What's the order? We got fired over that. First of all, would you fire a dude over that? Uh, maybe. Kind of depends. It would be a reprimand. Maybe if this was the second or third time. Like, dude, I told you you can't do this. Yeah. But Yeah. But we yeah. don't know any of that. But he got fired. He took a picture of somebody's order, this Starbucks, 13 different modifications on a damn drink. You ready for this bullshit? All right, yeah, go through this. Now, this is 10 out of 13. I counted them. I couldn't see on this order what all this stuff uh-huh. means. But here's at least, I think, about 10 of them. Here's his drink. 13 modifications. This dude wanted specifically five bananas, heavy cream, extra caramel drizzle, extra caramel crunch, extra salted brown butter topping, frappuccino chips, one pump of honey blend, seven pumps of dark caramel sauce, 
extra whipped cream and extra ice. Oh, and by the way, you wanted the whole damn thing double blended. What was that even? Here's a picture of it. It just it just looks like shit, basically, in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like diarrhea Seven in a cup. bananas? Five bananas? I, I don't know. There's no way there's five bananas in there. Maybe they... Maybe it's some sort of code. Maybe it's some sort of a of a secret uh, Starbucks code where five bananas really mean two. I don't know. You know how oh, they are. Yeah, they are. You weird. know how they have their cult bullshit. Oh, that would. Yeah, I kind of. If I were his boss, I think. Can you imagine working and making that shit for people every day? No. With, if so, I were his manager, I'd laugh. If I were the owner, I might fire him. <laughs> Does that make sense? Kind of, I don't know. This guy, I mean, you know, I don't know how they tracked the dude down. It got fired, but he just said, "I feel like it brought some light upon how crazy orders can be." Yeah, it does. And it I, does. Yeah. So anyway, I guess it kind of went sort of mini viral. They say, I don't know, whatever the hell like that means at this point, but it it, it got popular enough till uh, I guess it got around in his community, and he got fired. <laughs> no, I think the dude Poor deserves. Dude. A, I think the Poor deserves dude. a medal. He's like working in. It's like working in a foxhole in Nam when somebody comes to you with that order. Yeah. How can you not just say, "Really, asshole? Really? Mm-hmm. You you want to? That drink probably costs fourteen fucking dollars. Oh, I'm sure. We talked about our food the other day. And, yeah, uh, we both got kind of fast food, and but in between us, it was a forty dollar dinner. Yeah. I got a nine-inch sub, fries, and four cookies because we were going to take it home. Don't uh-huh. think I'm a big fat, fat apotamus, everybody. <laughs> anyway, it was twenty-one bucks. Yeah, and I got um, like a burrito bowl and queso and chips, and a drink came with it. Twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for forty dollars, me and you ate out. It was basically fast food. Yeah, <laughs> and we brought it here to eat <laughs> and laughed our butts off about how I mean, expensive I mean, it was. I mean, it's one of those places that didn't have a, it doesn't have a drive through but it's basically fast food. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, they do. They do. 40 yeah. bucks. Like like we joked about, we could have fed ourselves for two weeks. Oh, yeah, from the grocery store. If we store. had taken that to the Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> the Kroger. To the Kroger. And the Kroger is the expensive one. Yeah, no shit. Hell yeah. Take that to uh, save a lot and we eat for a month. Yeah, Piggly Wiggly. The Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> the greatest name of a grocery store it's ever been. It is. It's the Piggly Wiggly. It is. It is. That is a fact. Um, What else is going on in the world? Um, well, you didn't know about this. I'm not going to read the whole story, but. Uh, but I educated you about this. This uh, this colonial gas pipeline, yeah, that was hacked, yeah, uh, was last week. Time flies, yeah. Where people lost their fucking minds <laughs> down yeah, south, and we're, like filling up <laughs> garbage bags full yes. of gasoline. I mean, what's wrong with people? Uh, Why are people just stupid? I don't know, and. And I did see an article of some jackass, and of course it had to be somebody has a Hummer, which makes the article even more like, ah, that's definitely a dumbass asshole. But some dude, like you're saying, was filling up, I don't know, garb, um, 
milk jugs or some container that you're not supposed to put gas in. And he had filled a ton of them up and put them in the back of his Hummer. Of right. course, somehow it caught on fire, blew the whole thing up like a stunt movie, like a 70s car going over a hill stunt. What do you want to bet he was smoking <laughs> or vaping one? Probably. I bet you money he was smoking or vaping one. So, yeah, people lost their minds over this. And I tell you, it's a small, like this COVID was one thing, like, we were talking the other day, like, we can kind of joke about this COVID now, some, yeah. which we kind of tried to joke about the whole time, yeah. some, and it's no big deal now. You know, within about three months of this COVID hitting, we figured out this basic cocktail that unless you have some crazy comorbidity issues, you're going to be okay most of the time. Yeah. As much as any other flu or any other thing like that. Mm-hmm. So we, it, it took about three months to figure out this mm-hmm. cocktail of stuff. And we've talked about it on the show mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. I forget, yeah. I forget all of it, but whatever. It's, it's stuff you can buy over the counter pretty much. Yeah. Where was I going with this? I have no idea. I don't either. Uh, oh, yeah. But those first three months, dude, it was fucking scary. Like, yeah. like, what the hell is going on here? I mean, well, I, th- I think even afterwards it was kind of scary because not everyone had access to the same levels of health care. Right. And, I mean, it, it that's really. Well, the point is, scary. I mean, it was scary and it was like, is this Armageddon, is this really going to be like yeah. fucking Thunderdome yeah. out here or something yeah. later? But this gas thing, <laughs> that was a small little dose. Of all you gotta do is cut the gas off. Yeah. Just one thing and boom, you've got absolutely, it is Thunderdome out there. It is Mad Max. If that had went on a month or two, people would absolutely have been shooting each other, killing each other over gas. They would have. They would have. Well, it's like the toilet paper shortage. Yeah. I mean, it was insane. Yeah. Any store that had it, like, hey, I mean, you'd see it on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Hey, the Piggly Wiggly just got a new shipment of toilet paper in. Boom. Boom. Everybody <laughs> flock to the Piggly Wiggly <laughs> and buy every sheet of toilet paper you can. <laughs> like, it would, uh, I'm just saying, this gas situation was bad. And if you're that asshole who's hoarding shit during a shortage... Fuck you. I agree. <laughs> I agree. This, oh, it's disgusting. But where else was I going with this? I just cannot think at all tonight. I'm brain dead. Brain dead tired. Um, no, no. Where I was going with it is that I didn't know until recently, and I just educated you tonight, this company paid these hackers $5 million to get their system back online. Like, they didn't, like, fix the problem. They paid somebody to let them back in their system. Whoa. Now, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. I don't care if that's a little Johnny on his computer at the local high school fucking around, or if that is a Russian government behind. I don't, whoever Whoever, yeah, that's terrifying. That is terrifying that that happened. And they basically, like I said... I just assumed they didn't you that they 
I don't know, somehow, quote, reset it, rebooted yeah. it, it got yeah. back online, they figured out the hack, they, whatever. Of course, yeah. No, never solved it. Wow. And this was like a dry run. They you can know do it, it again. You know it. And, you know, every the whole world saw what happened. You know, this, oh. is, this is, you know, it's scary. I agree. That is something to file back in the back of our minds. Like, a few years from now, something else happened. We're like, mm-hmm. I remember yeah. when that started. I remember the first little test run of that. Anyway, <laughs> Colonial Gas Pipeline is yeah. what it was. I think that's insane. Um, I'm on a local um, board now. Speaking of uh, local government and politics, we were, talking oh, about yeah. that. we were talking about that earlier with our... You so, told, told me you had a great... <laughs> So maybe I can, you know, if if maybe if enough sort of younger progressive, and by younger it's ridiculous to say that I'm 51. Yeah. But compared to these other old crypt keepers, I'm young compared uh, uh, to them. Uh, uh, yes. So if there would be more people get involved, maybe that would help. Yeah, it would. I'm not an elected official. I'm just on some dumb, quote, advisory board. Like if somebody wants a zone zoning ordinance change... You know, if they want to open a grocery store in a residential neighborhood, you yeah. know, they're going to come before our board and say, and plead their case. And then all, I'm, all we're doing as a little board is just recommending to the next board, yeah. which is city council, who actually makes the decision, like what we think. It's just an advisory. It's like, uh, yeah, I think a grocery store would be all right in that area, even though it's only zoned for residential. I think you should make an exception for this commercial business because it's a grocery store. Yeah. That's all we're doing. We're just rendering opinions. Which is pretty cool. It is. It's it a way is to, pretty cool that you get to at least participate that much it in is. city government. I like that. I do, too. It's enough to, to participate, learn how it works a little bit, but I'm not the one making the final decision, which I wouldn't care to make the final decision, but to make the final decision, you got to run for office, and Lord have mercy, can you imagine running no. for office? In these times with Facebook and the dirt that people can just say, like, it always was like that, but now it is just awful. Yeah. You better yeah. have the thickest damn skin ever and be able to, I don't know how anybody navigates that, that man, that I, land. I, I love field. you, but I don't think, I don't think either one of us have the skin thick enough to deal with that. I don't either. I wish I could. I'm trying to sort of work on my Zen that way, but it, it, like I can, the part that I have trouble with is not attacking back. Mm-hmm. Like, like, how can you see? I don't. The power that people have to not engage back is just, I admire that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, if you're a celebrity, like, if you're a celebrity, I start almost say like our show here kind of it was fucking ridiculous. But for example, like our show. If some random person from California sends us an e- a tweet or an email or something like, I hate this show. You are a bunch of hillbilly jackasses. I hate you all. That means nothing. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. But when your neighbor that you see at the Piggly Wiggly every week <laughs> says it's something, yeah. it I, I don't know how you can't take it personally till the yeah. next time you see that person. You're like, God 
damn, I want to fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to rip your fucking head off. I, you know, I want to catch you in this parking lot. How dare you talk about my son that way or, mm-hmm. or what? I mean, they get like that. Yeah. It's not just about you. It'll, they'll bring up the craziest shit ever. Yes. And then yes. you got to look at those people in the face. Yeah. That's what I would have trouble with. Big time. Yeah. Cause you get, you? you take it personally and you get mad. Damn right. I do. Yeah. And, and I think, I don't know. I don't know where the line is there. I go back and forth with people. Like how how can you not take that personally? If you if you see them in their in your community, there's some sort of line. Is what I'm saying. What do you think? It's hard. It's hard. There's. I don't know. I think there's been gossip about me at different points of my entire life. So I'm kind of like, like whatever. With a lot of that well, that's But funny. if it's about you I'd want to go kick somebody's butt Yeah that's a good way to bring it home Yeah somebody talking crap about you That's again I, I think my deciding factor Is how local it is Yeah Like like sure uh, You know I, I used this example earlier today Donald Trump We're never going to go to the grocery store And run into Donald Trump So it's yeah. pretty easy To just absolutely lambaste Politicians and things like and it's always been like that. Yeah. Sports, athletes. We say things about about athletes and sports and things that we would yeah. never in a million years say to somebody's face. Yeah. But if you did live in a small community where you would run into that dude on a regular uh-huh. basis, uh-huh. I just don't believe me. I can't believe people say the shit they say. Well, I can't believe people say the shit they say online. Anyhow, I think I saying that kind of shit to a celebrity, to an athlete, <clears throat> to a YouTube channel runner, anybody, to us, I mean, just to anybody. Like, why would you ever say something online that you wouldn't say to somebody's face? I agree. You butthole. I agree totally. And I really try to live by that. Yeah. Like when I'm typing something or commenting on something, I, I try to think exactly what you just said. Like, would I say that to their face? Yeah. And and that's a little test. And sometimes I still don't type it. Yeah. yeah. Even if I would, even if it's a borderline, like, I don't know if I'd say that or not, or it seems kind of negative or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's just the world we live in, I suppose. Well, anyway, I want to share with you the oath of office for the state of Kentucky, (laughs) which I found to be hilarious as I was uh, sworn in here. The first part's pretty uh, what you would think. It's the last part that gets you. I lost my cat pillow. Yeah, I did see you had a cat pillow. I, Hank Yates, do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of this Commonwealth and be faithful and true to the Commonwealth of Kentucky so long as I continue a citizen thereof. Mm. Yeah, fancy lawyer talk. Mm -hmm. And that I will faithfully execute to the best of my ability the office of blank, which is like member of zoning committee yeah. or something. You just fill in the blank there, wherever you're, whatever you're being sworn in for. Uh, according to law, and I do further solemnly swear that since the adoption of the present Constitution, I, being a citizen of this state, have not fought a duel with a deadly with deadly weapons within this state, nor out of it, nor have I sent or accepted a challenge to fight a duel 
with deadly weapons, nor have I acted as second in carrying a challenge, <laughs> nor aided nor assisted a person thus offending. So help me God. Is that it? That's it. That is the weirdest shit I have ever heard. Was there some time in Ken- in Kentucky where d- this fighting this was such a problem? Fighting this duels had to be were part of the oath of office. <laughs> fighting duels were so the rampant. Entire point <laughs> of the oath of office. More than half of this starts off with "I do, <laughs> I do further solemnly swear." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not fought a duel with a weapon. I've not accepted a challenge. I haven't. I haven't dueled in state. I haven't dueled out of state. <laughs> I haven't helped anybody else duel. <laughs> wow. What if? What if you were a fencer, or like? It just says duel with a deadly no. duel with deadly weapons. Yeah. What if you were a fencer? What if I get online today and like I want to? I want to declare a duel against my buddy john doe anyway they'll get on there and like i saw hank yates issue a duel to somebody you gotta kick him off there <laughs> like would that would that happen i don't know i don't know that is funny stuff it makes me in a weird way want to issue, do it. issue a duel with somebody i want to challenge just some- so that you can get thrown off the board yes i want to challenge you finally somebody got to a duel. The board and now you want to get thrown off the board yes by duel i want to duel with somebody you have always been a rule breaker they right on the, they don't apply to you right on the front steps of the city building i want to duel with somebody see what happens <laughs> no <laughs> like you said maybe it could be knives that have to be no. guns deadly, no duel with deadly weapons no well anyway I think there was a severe problem in Kentucky with duels at one time. I think so too. That's crazy, and it's funny. That's the only thing I can. Uh, that's the only thing I can come up with. Hell, who knows? Abraham Lincoln was almost killed in a duel. <laughs> when he was young, he said it was one of his formative things. Yeah, I'd say it would formative when somebody almost fucking kills you. Yeah, exactly. You would probably stay the hell out of duels after that. <laughs> Yeah, he was, uh, apparently the story was when he was young, you know, and Ben Franklin went through this period too, apparently, like, Uh I mean, he was just an asshole. I mean, a total, the exact opposite of what you would think of Abraham Lincoln or, and yeah, yeah. I mean, like he, there was some incident when he was young where, I don't know, some neighbor in the community pissed him off and like he just continually wrote letters to the newspaper and just pissed this guy off and wouldn't let it go. And uh, finally, that dude somehow, like, back in the day, I don't know the rules, but he somehow, like, challenged his ass to a duel, and he had to show up, like, with a sword. He, he, he oh, wow. He basically, I think, gave him a choice, like, uh, sword or gun. And Abraham Lincoln picked uh, the sword because he had long arms. He thought it would do a little better. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Somehow they show, I don't know if they ended up at a duel i mean obviously it didn't kill abraham lincoln when he was in his 20s but yeah whatever that's hilarious but i think he realized like well maybe i shouldn't have went quite this far i'm standing <laughs> on this sandbar with a with a sword in my hand <laughs> you know that was not the kind of story in the little um biographies that i read about the founding fathers when i was in grade school 
<laughs> well, I know, but that's why I like history. I, yeah. like, I like hearing stuff like that. And the uh, the Ben Franklin story is very similar. When he was young, apparently he was just an absolute jerk, and he was a pretty smart guy. So he would just be little people and just grind them into the ground with yeah. with arguments and logic and. I, somebody, some older person, statesman, like pulled him aside one day and said, "Like, dude, you are one of the smartest people I've ever known, but everybody in this whole state hates you, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and you will never get anything done, no matter how smart you are, if you don't stop offending everybody." And he somehow took that to heart. He somehow was smart enough to, like, you know what, you got a point, and turned his shit around. Like somehow. Wow. Yeah. So some of these people had to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's impressive that somebody can take that kind of criticism and do that. Right. Turn turn themselves right. around. Because it's hard to look at yourself oh, when is. you're young. And it, oh, it is. Self-criticism is hard. But we're always in, you know, the deal. Young people, and we were too, we always think we're right. Yeah. We never yeah. think we're wrong. We can't imagine anybody possibly disagreeing with us. You yes. know, they're just the most dumb people on earth because they don't think the same way we do. Yeah. You know, but uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Live and learn. Live and learn. Um, how about, here's something for our listeners. It's a very, con- very Kentucky Appalachian thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what Kentucky's most known for? Three big things. Horses. Horses. Bourbon. Bourbon. Basket- Kentucky Fried Chicken. Basketball. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken's right there, though, by hell. It could be number, that's definitely the number four. <laughs> well, um, first of all, it's a kind of a, Always a trivia question. Kentucky is very much known for the, in the whole world as the bourbon capital of the world. It just is. Fact. But that doesn't mean we win the national and the international and the world. Bourbon tasting contests. Yeah. We don't win that every year, I don't guess. Even though I can't imagine what freaking bourbon could beat all the bourbon. I mean, you know, like 90% of the bourbon in the world is made in Kentucky, yeah. I think. So a lot of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know percentages. I'm yeah, talking out of my ass a little bit, but yeah. point is, I think we make most of it. Yeah, like you could technically get a bourbon that was made in Canada, but would you really want to? A Canadian bourbon. Yeah, and whatever. Well, uh, yeah, well, that's kind of weird. Well, Kentucky bourbon for sure um, has won the 2021 Best Bourbon in the World contest. Best bourbon in the world. Which one won? Boom. Well, the distillery is Buffalo Trace. Cool. We've been by there a million times. Yeah. It's in Frankfort, Kentucky. And it's a version of their Weller. It's that one right there. Weller Weeded Bourbon. And it's I, a pretty bottle. It is a pretty bottle. And that CYPB is like a sub. Like you can always buy Weller. Yeah. But this is, uh, it stands for Craft Your Perfect Bourbon. So it's the Weller. And then those initials on it, C-Y-P-B on the label. So I guess it is the perfect bourbon. It is the best bourbon in the world. Wow. You know, by their Well, that is still a matter of opinion, I guess. I suppose. And uh, I'm sure there are standards for it somehow, but. Well, and this is a pretty, um, I was pleased at this. I'm going to try to find some of this. Uh, it, It retail prices for like 50 bucks. That's not bad. No. You're kind of becoming a bourbon snob. Well, 
Uh, maybe a little bit. You are. I'm impressed with it. Well, when in Rome. <laughs> it's a Kentucky thing. It just is. Yeah, if you want to fuck your cousin next, we're going to have a problem. Hey. <laughs> you're, the one, you're, you're the one who got the package about the cousin love over there. <laughs> well, I've always heard that Weller um, was very, very similar to Pappy Van Winkle. And uh-huh. some of the other super high-end, crazy, known for being exceptional bourbons. Yeah. So yeah. it, it kind of makes sense that this Weller would win that. So anyway, I've been cool. I've been Very hearing cool. I've been hearing a lot about Weller anyway, and I have never. I'm sure I've tried it somewhere, but I've never actually bought a bottle of it. Yeah. So there's my excuse to buy some Weller. That is a good excuse. I'm telling you, Bourbon Quest. I do like a little bit of bourbon with. Uh, uh, I, I don't care if it ruins it or not. I don't care, but I like it with my um, Diet Coke. You know, that's how you like it. And I see nothing wrong with that. I like my tequila with Diet Ginger Ale. Sure. The caramel sort of, they just seem yeah. to accentuate each other so yeah. much. I mean, I've, it's very common for Coke, mix it with Coke or something. Whether yeah. it's Diet Coke or whatever, it doesn't matter. But, but just, you know, it. Dang, it tastes good. It really tastes caramely. You know, if you is a just great enjoy that, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. As opposed to college, when you get the cheapest shit in the world just to get drunk on. Yeah. Mix that with some kind of Coke or Diet Coke or something and just swill it. <laughs> as hard and fast as you can. Yeah, yeah. just the, the college frat guy. Let's get fucked up. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. But Boone's that was Farm. Boone's Farm. Was Boone's mine. Farm at Mad Dog 2020. Never drink Mad Dog. You know what? I remember this, and you're Boone's Farm too. More Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm tasted just like a wine cooler. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody that drank wine coolers would snub their noses at Boone's Farm. <laughs> and it tasted exactly, exactly the, the same. same. Except it comes in a huge friggin' bottle. Yeah, yeah if you get double your uh, yeah, double for your money. Exactly. So you can get fucked up in the parking lot before you go to the bar. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like everybody else did. That's how it works. Um, how about a, how about our funeral we went to recently? <laughs> yes. Want to talk a little hours. bit about that? That was really kind of strange. A buddy of mine had his, a buddy of mine's dad passed away at age like 96. God dang. That, and that, that guy led a hell of a life. Yes. When you survive plane crashes and just shit like that, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He this, was, dude, this dude was in World War II, not Korea, not Vietnam, World War II. He was a bombardier. A bombardier. Can you imagine living <laughs> living your life, doing whatever you're doing, you get drafted. You know, let's just say you're working at a steel mill, doing something in your hometown, going to whatever, and you get a draft notice, and about six months later, you're in a damn airplane dropping bombs yeah, Germans. <laughs> like, wow. That's kind of wild, isn't it? What an experience. What a life-changing experience, that generation. I'm not saying that we have to go through that to whatever, but I'm just to saying. shape character. But, damn, that will shape your shit up real fast. Yeah, I think it did. I think it did. And this dude also survived a plane crash, not in the military. 
Uh-huh. It's kind of ironic. This dude was a bombardier in airplanes and then ended up in a plane crash that didn't have anything to do with the military when he was a civilian. Uh-huh. He was like two or three out of 200 people that survived a plane crash. <laughs> That's insane. Wow. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Anyway, and the dude lived to be 96 years old. But the odd part of this is mm-hmm. my buddy is in process of he says he's going what through a divorce he? i don't know what he is <laughs> he says he's going through a divorce but they're not divorced they live apart they own separate houses she bought a house and moved out on him yeah but they're not divorced yeah technically like yeah. neither one of them will actually pull the trigger to actually get divorced which I find odd on both their parts. Yes, right? I do too. I so, do too. So when you're in this weird limbo and somebody dies, now the, you just pile awkwardness on top of awkwardness. And right? she parked her butt beside the casket. Ugh. I mean, it was so it was awkward and weird. It, it was kind of weird, wasn't it? Yeah. Because, and when you say parked by the casket... Like, let's describe this a little bit. And everybody does this a little different. I don't, yeah. I didn't do this at, I don't do this at funerals when they're close, but there's no right or wrong way here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But how this was set up was the deceased was in a casket. Yes. And my buddy and his brothers were, they would stand by the casket. So there's a line. And as the line moves forward, you walk up to the casket Take a look at the dead body mm-hmm. and then move one step to the left and talk to the people. Yes, the family. The family who's right there, like you said, parked yeah. right by the yeah. casket. Does your family do it that way? Yes. No, we don't do it that way. We just like mingle around the room. Like you can go up and look at the casket if you want, but there's no specific line. It's not uh-huh. like it's an expected thing. It's just we're just hanging around to talk to people as they come in. Again, I'm not saying any right or wrong, but whatever. Yeah, but you have like three day long funerals. Uh, you know, I think it's two. I, I figured that out. I think yeah. we have one day, one evening of visitation, and then the next day is visitation slash funeral. Yeah. So we have two. Well, anyway, this was, yeah, this was this the, was all in one, which yeah, I liked a lot. I like that a lot. There's this one day visitation funeral. It's all done, all over with. Yeah, partly that's COVID, but partly I think it's just how that family did it too. Yes, but the odd part is this guy's whose wife, but for all functional purposes, is ex-wife. Uh, from what I understand, she never really engaged with that with her mother-in-law. And father-in-law, and the father-in-law is one who died uh-huh. very much at all. Yeah. I mean, like, never. Like, maybe major holidays. And these people live in the same town. I'm not yeah. talking five hours away. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. they live literally five minutes from each other, and she never, ever engaged with them in any way. Except yeah, for major holidays. Yeah. Which, that's okay. But then when you die, <laughs> and, you, and you're the one right by the casket, it's a little odd, right? Oh, it is. And awkward. And 
And kind of like people want to know, like, what are you? Are you his ex-wife? Are you his wife? Yeah. And I mean, I heard her explaining to someone very loudly about, well, he's still my father-in-law and he was a good father-in-law. If it's just weird narcissistic crap <laughs> from her. I don't know. It's odd. It's odd the situations we yeah. all get in. Yeah. Anyway, so that was an odd funeral that we went to. Yeah, we we survived. There's no. <laughs> I, I bet. I wonder how many. Well, first of all, it's infinite, but I wonder all the different, basic like eight or ten different ways people do funerals like that. Back in the day, he's doing yeah. it at home. Not everybody can yeah. afford a funeral home. He basically had things at home, right? Yes. At least around here, they mm-hmm. did. And there used to be a thing called a wake where you stayed awake all night with them. Yeah. That's literally what that means, right? Wake mm-hmm. means you mm-hmm. stay awake. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of weird traditions about that. That would be an interesting field, I'll tell you what, to be a mortician. It would be. Like I've seen. That, yeah. that, w- that wouldn't wig me out in the least bit. This no, dead body. Wouldn't. I, I wouldn't care. That would actually be a damn good profession for somebody that's not... You know, if you're not weirded out by that kind yeah, of stuff, if you yeah. don't, if you don't let society get to you, and you're just like, well, it's a body, so what? The job's got to be done here. Let's get to work. Versus, yeah. versus, oh my God, his soul is—he's going to haunt this place forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was asking when I got to go to the funeral home and do hair. I was asking, you know, the guy that was showing me around about like how much psychology he had oh, when he yeah. was in and you know he was like oh not much and he was like you know you're right though we had one class every semester you know talking mm. about grief and and you know counseling families a little bit they, because should. they really are dealing with people at their worst oh my gosh and then you got family that that you know no family gets along perfectly anyway and you're oh, forcing and you're all. forcing all that fa- all that years of drama into one room at one time over a situation like you just said it's very stressful anyway and the stories that those anytime I ever had a patient through the years that was a mortician or owned a funeral home uh-huh. or whatever they always had the greatest stories <laughs> once you got them talking because to them it was just like i just every other day but once you really got got them to talk ah it was amazing i mean some great stories i bet phenomenal I bet. stories one guy one in particular i remember a guy had broken his leg and and i was getting a, a history of how he broke his leg and he worked for a monument company that made uh, headstones and things for uh-huh. graves. You know what I mean? Uh, tombstones. And somebody had been on a payment plan or a, or some sort of a they they weren't paying. They'd stopped paying for for With the marker for Mama's tombstone. Uh huh. And him and his company had come in to retrieve it. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't pay for your tombstone. They come and repossess it. Well, somebody came out and started shooting. This this person came out and started shooting at their ass. And so he ducked behind something. And when he ducked behind something, like they half had this thing on their truck, half not, this tombstone fell on his leg, broke his leg. Oh, my God. So, yeah, 
gunfire. This guy was under fire from somebody shooting at him because they thought he was either trying to rob or just plain, you're not taking my my dead husband's tombstone. Boom. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. There's, that's crazy. There's cra- it's just, they had all kinds of stories. They were just, well, it is people at their worst. It really is. I, I just. No, I get it. Well, well, that's how it goes, Miss Petra. Are you uh, ready to sign off here? I am. I'm ready to call it a night. Well, tell everybody where you can find us first. You can find us at hillbillynerdtalk.com. Yep. From there, we're on Reddit, uh, a little bit on Twitter, a little bit on Pinterest every now and then. We're not super socially active. I post a few things on Twitter here and there. I don't tweet every day. I just... No. I'm amazed at people that can come up with a creative tweet every day that's somehow sort of humorous they're comedians they're professional comedians i guess they're comedians we're not making our living at this people no but uh yeah anyway they're just some creative damn people out there there sure are everybody we'll talk to you next time have a great week i kind of lost track of stuff here let's see we talked about